Hey there everyone, I'm Ashley Boynton and welcome to the fifth quarter's brand new set. I love it. But welcome to the fifth quarter. This is our Friday night wrap-up show of everything that happened in the greater Houston area for Texas high school sports. We've got some cool stuff on tap tonight, several phone calls, one being the head coach for the Travis Tigers, undefeated Travis Tigers, Trey Sissom. Uh, we also have scores from around the Metroplex, and we will tell you what's coming on tomorrow on Chevrolet's Inside High School Sports at 8.30 a.m. So let's kick it off. We are going to start with Friendswood versus Texas City. You know, the Mustangs scored 31 unanswered points in this game. Texas City finally got a touchdown in the end, and Texas and Friendswood beats the Texas City Stingerees. 31 to 7. After that, another game that just ended. We've got Clear Creek versus Clearbrook. Both of these teams have struggled a lot this season, you know, not winning records. Um, but a good game for them to both get a win on the on for the season. Uh, Clear Creek beat Clearbrook 38 to 14. We are going to go to West Side versus Chavez next. You know. This is a big win for Westside. Um, you know, they took down a super solid Lobos squad. Chavez was uh, had a very good winning record on the season, but Westside wins this one 42-27. We've got Hargrave versus Concordia Lutheran up next. Uh, this one, you know, Hargrave is undefeated going into this game. They are undefeated coming out of this game as well. They beat... Concordia Lutheran, Lutheran, 41 to 28 tonight. We've also got one big team in the metro or in this greater Houston area. Uh, Northside and Manville took off. You know, Manville undefeated going into this one. They had a big win against. Mar or against Marshall last week, um, defeating the Buffs in the last seconds of the game, 38 to 34. They decide they're going to keep that momentum going. They beat Northside tonight, 71 to 20. They're riding that momentum from a big win. We were questioning whether or not, you know, Manville was the team that went to state a few years ago. Um, could they come back and have a really good season? Could they beat the Buffs? Not only did they beat the Buffs, but they came back to show that they're out for vengeance this year, beating a team by over 70 points, or by be scoring over 70 points. This Manville team is trying to win their district. Not only that, but they're trying to make it a state. Um, another big game we had on the docket was Klein Forest versus Oak Ridge. Um, the War Eagles take this one from Klein Forest, 56 to 34. C.E. King almost pulled out a big win. They were ahead of uh, they were ahead of Westbrook going into the into halftime. Uh, we were thinking maybe a big upset was going to come from C.E. King, but Westbrook comes back to win 27 to 20 on that one. We have another big-time coach on the fifth quarter. Uh, Trey Systems is gonna. Trey Systems has led his team to an undefeated record. They beat a very tough Elkins squad last night, 56 to 28. It was a good win for them, and he 
gives us uh, his takes not only on that game, as well as his team, um, including Eric Rodriguez, who won our uh, bobblehead award not too long ago, but he will be with us when we get back. We'll be right back with the fifth quarter right after this message. Don't forget to catch our extended coverage of the high school football season each week on The Warm-Up, presented by your local Houston area GEICO agents. We will get you ready for all the action this Thursday on all our social media outlets. And we're back with the fifth quarter, and I have a very special guest, head coach of the Fort Bend Travis Tigers Trey System. Coach, how are you doing? Oh, we're doing well, thank you. So you guys had a big win last night. You pretty much smoked Elkins. You guys have had a fantastic season so far. Kind of talk about this Travis team that you have on your hands. Yeah, you know, we get we came through uh, with a victory last night against a really tough Elkins team. I mean, I think the score is probably not even indicative of how competitive it was. Uh, you know, we played really well in the second half, and, and uh, offense kept going, and we kept scoring some points. We scored some easy ones there to, to get us a lead, uh, and then our defense came around and, and played well, and that's kind of been our, our MO uh, throughout the season. You know, offensively, we've been pretty solid, but we've, we've had our, our times there where we've spit and sputtered, and then defense kind of takes a little bit more time to get going and uh but they've made some timely stops and it's uh, got us out to a 4-0 record i mean not only do you have a big game against elkins but you had another big game against spring um you know and you guys have huge plays that you're making with your quarterback into so many different targets not we we say parker washington a lot but you guys <laughs> have a lot of targets on the field um how have you kind of managed that offense that's just pulling through for you uh in those yeah. tough situations I think you know it's it's one of those things that uh, obviously with uh, with Eric Rodriguez playing at a very high level right now at quarterback, uh, it makes it makes our job a little bit easier. Uh, but we, you know, as an offensive staff, uh, you know, we go into it looking to see how many guys we can get touches. Uh, you know, it's not necessarily one thing that we want to, uh, you know, focus on one person or the other. We really kind of let the defense dictate uh, what they're going to give us. You know, we're not going to try to force things, and uh, we're very fortunate to have some kids other than Parker Washington, like you mentioned. You know, Jarrell Farr's had a couple of really big games for us. And Colin Mushinsky is another one of our receivers that has made some clutch catches on, you know, third, some third and longs that have kept drives alive. And then, you know, last night against Elkins, we were fortunate we got a run game going again with uh, K.J. Shanko and Andre Smith, uh, you know, really putting up some big numbers. So, uh, you, you know, we try to we try to be as uh, diplomatic as we can, obviously, uh, in terms of getting the ball around. And sometimes defenses, you know, they try to limit us uh, in certain ways. But uh, we've been very fortunate that our kids are making great decisions and making big plays for us. And, you know, Eric Rodriguez actually did win our bobblehead, and we got some pictures from you guys. Yeah, that was yeah. really cool. <laughs> um, we love getting to see that kind of stuff. But talk about Eric as a player. You know, um, he hasn't been a name that you hear a ton over the past few years, but now all of a sudden he's kind of come on the scene and become a – I don't, I don't want to say a, like an underdog, but he's becoming a, a star almost in front of our eyes. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're talking about one of the best kids that you'd ever have to coach. Uh, I mean, he's a he's as hard working, uh, you know, in the off season and and in the weight room and in the film room with our coaching staff as he, you know, as he is out on the practice field a lot of times and and it, and it shows in his play. Uh, you know, we're fortunate, obviously, to have a kid that's that that's that well rounded. You know, we didn't really run him a lot last year because uh, we didn't have a lot, we didn't have a lot of uh, kids that were behind him. There, where if he got uh, if he got barked up, you know, we were going to be in trouble. Well, we've got some kids that can can uh, come in there and spell him. You know, if he needs a blow. But fortunately, you know, he uh, he's running the ball really well uh, in the schemes that we want, and then obviously he can deliver it to our receivers uh, whenever they're open. 
And, you know, district play started. So what challenges do you see as your team gets into this, gets into district play? Um, and how do you kind of see these next few weeks going? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, that first game we just played against Elkins is huge. Everybody uh, everybody goes into that first district game, you know, 0-0 uh, and trying to get that first win. And, and uh, you're talking about a team that's about as well coached as you can get with Coach Brantley and his staff preparing their guys. They've got some great weapons in terms of their quarterback. Uh, you know, Cameron George really had a heck of a game. And, you know, we, we've played some good quarterbacks, and he's just another another one that we've had to go against on the, on the defensive side. But, you know, looking at it, you know, we take every game one game at a time. Uh, and I you know it's kind of cliche to say that, but in our district, you better do that because everybody's got a couple of kids that can make plays uh, and, and everybody's got an opportunity, you know, to where if you do some things uh, wrong, they're going to capitalize on them and it's going to be a ball game. And then you're going to have to, you know, really, really, really play well to, to get a win. Uh, and I think it's kind of shaping up that way. There's uh, everybody's pretty competitive right now. Uh, you know, I know Austin and, and Dallas, the game from last night, it came down to the wire and Austin pulled out a win there against Dallas and we get Dallas next week. So, you know, we're, we're anticipating the same thing we know that we got to come in and prepare uh every week like uh you know it's almost like the super bowl in a sense and uh keep the winning streak alive uh for us to have a chance to get a district title and my last question for you coach and i'll let you get going i know it's late but you guys four know how do you keep this momentum going with your team I think I think the biggest thing, like say our captains on the team, you know, Eric Rodriguez and Parker Washington and KJ Shankle, they're on the offensive side. Pat Brown's one of our defensive tackles. He's one of our captains on the defensive side. Those guys, you know, they kind of have the pulse of the team and, and uh, you know, they keep them grounded and understand, you know, that uh, we're only, you know, we're only four games into a, a 10 game marathon right here. And, and we want to keep, uh, we want to keep the momentum just by coming to practice every day and, and getting better. Uh, you know, even though we've had, we you know, we've had some good wins and those kind of things, uh, we still got a lot of stuff to improve on we've got a lot of places that we've got to get some things fixed uh, you know offensively and defensively uh you know and then we got to stay healthy uh, that's kind of been the the thing that's got us early on you know we've kind of played through some adversity with the injury bug and uh you know we're getting kids back now uh, and it's helping us uh in that sense but you know there's going to be times during the season where you know you're going to hit adversity and and uh we got to you know we got to make sure that we got our head screwed on right you know we don't I know that everybody wants to rank us this and say how great we are and all that. I said, but if you look at it, you know, we're still, we're turning the ball over too much on the offensive side and defensively, you know, we're kind of, we're waiting to the second half to get warmed up to finally make some stops. So, you know, from a staff perspective, we gotta, we gotta get some of that stuff fixed so that we can just be a little bit more, uh, a little bit more in tune with what we need to, to beat the really, really good teams and hopefully have a chance to play at the end of the year as a, as a district title. Awesome, Coach. Well, good luck to you guys, and thank you so much for joining us on the fifth quarter. Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate it. Go, go Tigers. Thank you. We'll be right back. Watch Inside High School Sports to catch this week's Chevy Spotlight, brought to you by your Houston area Chevy dealers. Visit your nearest Chevy dealer to test drive their award-winning products. And we are back with the fifth quarter, and I actually have a guest on set with me. I'm pretty excited about this. <laughs> Robert Sheik, our producer for Inside High School Sports. Robert, thank you for coming on with me. Absolutely. Glad to be here. Glad to do it in person. Uh, <laughs> let's get right into it. Yeah, so what did we see from Houston High School Sports in Week 5? Um, first, The first big takeaway, uh, Westfield tonight looked absolutely fantastic uh, in its rivalry with Spring. Uh, I believe 37 nothing was the final absolute domination oh. from um, Westfield with a sophomore quarterback too through four touchdown passes. Um, that's, you know, that was our game of the week. We, spring had scored uh, quite a few points coming in. I think Spring was averaging more than 40 points a game mm -hmm. through its first four games or first three games, but 
the Westfield defense, uh, we've seen it all season. The only team that's found the end zone against Westfield all year long was North Shore, and that was game Westfield was leading until late in the fourth quarter. So this Westfield team is, is legit, and, and you look at that, Westfield's going to go in Region 2 when we, you know, it's way too early to start talking playoffs, <laughs> but Westfield will be in Region 2 as opposed to most of those uh, Houston area powers like Katy, North Shore, um, Atascacita, those types of things. So we could see Westfield move on and potentially, you know, knock out some East Texas teams and, and Dallas-Fort Worth area teams and really make a statement uh, to represent the Houston area deep into the postseason on a different side of the bracket than we're used to seeing Houston area teams play. And that's that's a team that n- not none of us were really expecting to be this big of a powerhouse on the on the defensive side of things. You know, if you can't, it goes to show if a team can't score, you're obviously going to win. Absolutely, yeah. And and you know, Westfield's always been a strong program, but I don't know that anybody knew this team was going to be this good uh, right now, especially with um, a really young offense. A- again, a sophomore quarterback and young playmakers and and those guys are making plays when they need to you know putting up 37 points tonight and against a rival like spring a good program like spring it's pretty impressive and and yeah that that westfield defense uh it's what can you say i mean (laughs) zero points allowed two points allowed obviously the defense doesn't give up the safety uh zero points allowed in the season opener two points allowed 24 against north shore uh, and then uh, another shutout tonight against Spring. It's it's pretty impressive stuff from Westfield. Uh, another impressive team that won last week and had a blowout win this week was Manville. Um, they scored 71 points. Uh, you know, what have we seen from this Manville team that, you know, they kind of it looks like they're kind of playing with a chip on their shoulder. Absolutely, yeah. Manville continues to roll. It, it definitely, Class 5A Division Two. Manville and Fort Bend Marshall are just so far ahead of everyone else, not just in the Houston area, but for really m- much of the state. The, those two programs, obviously, Manville was 5A Division One two years ago and reached the state championship, mm-hmm. dropped down to 5A Division Two last year. We saw Fort Bend Marshall knock off Manville and then go all the way to the state championship game. This year, obviously, Manville looked great last week against Marshall, and the Mavs have it rolling. Uh, it's going to be hard to see anybody knocking off Manville until um, until the postseason. So it, it it'll be tough to see Manville not win the district title this year. Uh, you know, a team that we had win team of the week. Uh, we also did a Chevy spotlight on them, but they are four zero Cy Falls. How cool is that? That you know, the first time in school history, they're they not only were two zero, they're not three and another four zero. Well, yeah, uh, so we actually did Cy Falls, or we, I'm sorry, we actually did Clear Falls a couple okay. weeks ago, uh, but Cy Falls this week rolling um, the, the Eagles takedown memorial 20 to 13, hard fought game. And yeah, Cy Falls now, I believe it's actually 5 and 0. Goodness. And yeah, 5 and 0, and heading into next week, a big showdown with Cy Fair. And uh, that's, that's always going to be a fun one. I believe, if my memory serves me correct, Cy Falls beat Cy Fair last year. Of course, Cy Fair won a state title two years ago. So, you know, that's that's going to be a big-time showdown in 17-6A next week. And then Clear Falls. We'll go to Clear Falls yes. now. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, what have we been seeing from that Clear Falls team as they tried to go 4-0 tonight? Yeah, Clear Falls, uh, what a great story to, to start the season 3-0. and uh, You have to be happy for that program. Tonight ran into a bit of a buzzsaw in Clear Springs. Uh, Clear Springs, the defending district champions in that district, and 
after a really tough non-district schedule, Clear Springs saw itself sitting there one and three, I believe, you know, after a loss to Katie last week. And I think Clear Springs was ready to uh, <laughs> face somebody that wasn't, wasn't quite, you know, Katie or Klein Collins at quite at that level. Um, but that Clear Falls program, the, the, the Knights are putting up some points yeah. and, and it'll be interesting to see. They're, they're trying to get back to the playoffs for just the second time in school history. And it'll be fun to see if, if Clear Falls can do that this year. Do you have any players that you've seen um, around the Houston, the greater Houston area that you've kind of just been surprised with? Boy, I tell you, I don't know about surprised with, but it's hard not to enjoy watching the Fort Ben Travis offense. Eric Rodriguez, Parker Washington, Jarrell Farr, those guys just keep lighting up the scoreboard. <laughs> uh, last night, it was uh, Thursday night, Fort Ben Travis, uh, 56-28 over Elkins. And if you haven't seen it, we, we gave a bobblehead to Eric Rodriguez a couple weeks ago for his seven touchdown performance uh, against Spring. And, you know, we could, we, I wish we had a few more bobbleheads, to be honest, to everyone on that offense. And they just keep putting up points. Uh, those, those guys, uh, time playmakers on that offense and, and, that's a fun team to watch, and Ridgepoint has dominated that just district for four or five years in a row now. That'll be a fun ball game to watch when Travis and Ridgepoint get together this year um, to see if Travis can try and wrestle away that district title from from Ridgepoint. So we actually had Coach Sissom on um, in the in the segment right before this, and he was talking about how you know this team is a bunch of playmakers how he's got everyone throughout the entire offense that can just make plays um, and that he's just got to get his defense going but he sees a really good team as they go forward um, but is there any other teams as we're wrapping up the, the fifth quarter uh, week five that you just want to give some shout outs to want to give some kudos to well, uh, a few a few teams. One last night, Decaney, uh, I believe, is off to a four zero start now. Decaney rolled past Aldine MacArthur, and it's either next week or two weeks from now. I'm not quite sure, but Decaney gets Westfield, and that'll be a good, you know, litmus test to see just how good the Wildcats are. Um, Bridgeland was a team we were really excited about. Uh, I don't know if you if you guys got to watch uh, this week's episode of the warm up. We we uh, collaboratively, yeah, we, we kind of compared <laughs> Bridgeland's story this year to Simba from The Lion King. Uh, that was on, one of my favorites, actually. <laughs> yeah, we, it, was, it was fun. And I think it was a pretty good comparison, but Bridgeland lost tonight. Uh, Cy, Woods, Cy Woods lost its first two games of the year, some, some tough games. And ever since then, they're uh, 3-0 and now in district play. So the, the Wildcats are 3-2. When it counts. And, yeah, uh, they, that team has definitely turned it up a notch uh, in district play with some, with some big wins already. Um, I want to say Cy Woods beat Cy Ranch. No, that's not right. Don't hold me to that. Uh, <laughs> Cy Woods beat Tomball Memorial. Cy We're Woods beat Tomball Memorial, then Langham Creek, and then um, Friday night beat Bridgeland, who Bridgeland last week beat uh, Cy Ranch. So... Uh, that that district is going to be jumbled. It's going to be hard. It's it's very competitive uh, at the top. The the top five six teams in that district. Anybody can beat anybody on any given night, and so it'll. Be, I don't think anybody will be able to run the table in that district. But it'll be interesting to see who wins that district championship. And I'm trying to browse through a uh, rundown here to see if there's anything else I'm missing. I was going to say. So what do we have coming up? In the morning on Chevrolet's Inside High School Sports. Uh, well, Pearland Dawson with a big win, too, over Strike Jesuit. Um, 
And I'll tell you what, another, another thing last night, Pearland beats Aleve Taylor. Pearland came back and scored, I believe, 21 or, tw I'm sorry, 27 unanswered points in the second half. But Aleve Taylor, I don't know that a lot of people gave Aleve Taylor much of a chance going into that game against Pearland. And the Lions were leading that uh, quite handily in the third quarter. Pearland turns it on late and, and kind of makes the wins by 14, I think. And it was a game that was much closer than that. So that'll be another interesting district. I think it's 23-6A. Dawson and Strake had a competitive game tonight. Pearland, Ailey Taylor, Ailey Hastings is sitting out there. I know I'm forgetting somebody. George Ranch is <laughs> in that so district. There's so many good yes. teams. Yes, so that will be that will be a fun district to watch. And um, highlights on a bunch of those games we've mentioned mm -hmm. tomorrow. We are we are loaded with highlights. We have definitely um, some friends across the strip, across the state helping us get some games that also that weren't in Houston, but um, featuring Houston area teams. So just because your team is not playing at home <laughs> doesn't mean we won't necessarily have highlights. So you have to tune in. Um, got, it's, it's, a, it's all a big guessing game. C, it's a surprise. <laughs> and and uh, our Chevy Spotlight on C.E. King, really cool story there. That team off to a 3-0 start, lost last night. Uh, very hard-fought game against Beaumont Westbrook. They almost took off, um, knocked off a team that played for the state championship last year. Um, C.E. King has is, is really made some strides. Mm -hmm. uh, a superstar defensive back in Bryson Washington leading that team. And and that that's an area that was devastated so much by Hurricane Harvey. And it was really nice to see the way that program has kind of turned things around and a beautiful new stadium that uh, they were able to open last Saturday. And um, we were hoping to have highlights of the game in last week's show, but uh, with everything that happened with Tropical Storm Imelda, that game ended up getting pushed back to Saturday. But beautiful new stadium there in Sheldon ISD for CE King, and that's a cool little um, Chevy Spotlight that you want to check out. And all sorts of more stuff. We're going to hand out a bobblehead. I probably need to figure out who's going to win that. Um, <laughs> So yeah, exciting show, exciting show tomorrow. Awesome, well Robert, thank you for joining us. We love having guests here, uh, but for Robert, I'm Ashley Bullington. Thank you for watching The Quarter.